0: Hello guys, this is another episode of Privileged Black Kids with your host Kendall Camp, and right now it is January 27th, 2020 at 7.35pm. I decided to do a solo episode. Um, I usually don't do this, um, but the reason I did is because my favorite basketball player ever and my idol Kobe Bryant passed away yesterday in a helicopter crash. This is definitely very different because I typically do episodes where I have a guest. We talk about a topic that I'm very interested in. But this, for me personally, is just really sad. Um, Also, with me being 19, um, I've had had the blessing of having all my family members around me or the ones that have already passed. I was never able to witness them. So for me personally, seeing Kobe pass away was... It was the hardest death, me personally, death as far as outside of family, it could ever be. Um, for me personally, I don't think there's anybody else in this world that could have passed away that I would be this sad about because Kobe Bryant had such a big influence in my life. Um, as far as the way I figured out about it, it was very scary and random. I actually the night, the night before I was. I just I, I didn't go to bed. <laughs> I had a good time. Um, I think I went to bed around three or four ish, and I woke up. And you know when you wake up and then kind of go back to bed, and you know you have work to do. So I know I have to do work and get to the library. So I think around maybe this had to be maybe around two or three. I'm not sure. Um, I get up and I go and immediately. What I do? I go downstairs and I take a shower, brush my teeth, all that stuff. I shower and I get out the shower and I'm shuffling through my music and one of the guys next to me in another shower says, turn your music down, turn your music down. I'm like, why? And he said, Kobe Bryant's dead. I'm like, what are you talking about? Like, you're you're kidding me, right? Like, don't joke with me. He was like, nah, bro. Like, everybody's hitting me in my group chat saying Kobe Bryant's dead. So immediately, I don't believe it. And I go straight to Twitter like any person would. And I look up Kobe Bryant. He's not trending on Twitter. I don't see any tweets. A few seconds later, I just see tweets saying, "No, this is this is not real." What like were what you talking about? And I saw the report from TMZ. Um, but of course, a media platform, a media company like TMZ, you hear fake things all the time. Um, there are fake accounts of TMZ on Twitter, so I thought this was some type of sick joke or something that was not real. So. I end up, I go upstairs, I'm still in shock. I don't think it's real at the time. I'm thinking this isn't this isn't real. I go upstairs, I change, I put on some actual clothes, and I then check Twitter again, and I see more tweets about it. I'm like, oh my gosh, this is real. And then I think the actual moment I knew was real when I was going down my Twitter timeline, and I saw a lot the Los Angeles Times reported there was a helicopter crash. And that's why i knew it was real because la times is you know a notable media source as far as they don't put out fake content so that's like it really hit me it scared me and at that moment i think that was the moment when i knew kobe bryant passed away and it was almost like a shock like you can't you can't comprehend like you see you see you see death you see people die around you but when someone that means so much to you and it was so young and had such a big influence in your life you can't believe it mind you guys Kobe Bryant was only 41 years old um just retired in 2016 not that long ago um so seeing him pass away just it just all didn't make sense I think I immediately I went to the group chat and there was a couple guys in my group chat saying Kobe Bryant passed away and I didn't believe it I think I immediately went straight to my friend's drill's room we just kind of like we were both in shock i just i remember when i was walking i was just like no like I, I started crying i was like well i was like no this cannot happen like this is kobe bryant like this is my idol my superhero this is somebody i have looked up to forever um so for me personally like that this 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 meant a lot um but i wanted to use this podcast platform as far as for me to get my thoughts out um also tell my story of why kobe bryant means meant so much to me a lot of people or some people um that listen to this podcast they wonder why the way i am the way i articulate myself um why i became a podcaster a lot of those reasons came from kobe bryant um i actually started i started watching basketball in 2010 um june 2010 to be exact i started watching the nba finals lakers lakers versus celtics and I think what happened was actually before I watched a little bit of the Lakers vs. Sun series, but like not like just a small portion of it. But then it got to the finals, and I think I think my dad said it was Game Seven, so I was kind of just locked in, and I just watched the whole game, and it was very, it was different. I mean, this was the first time I ever watched a basketball game, so it was mesmerizing. It was Lakers vs. Celtics, both teams that already had championships and you know veterans, and it was just something different to see. And I think after watching that series and Lakers won, I immediately wanted to play basketball. I think after, I think actually during that summer, literally, I told my dad, I was like, can you sign me up to play in like, um, I think they had like, this wasn't even a league. It was like uh, these like small training sessions. Like you just learn how to play the game, like kind of community places, I guess. Um, And then following that summer during, remember this is my fifth grade year, uh, I started playing basketball for a team. And of course, the first number I picked was number 24 because Kobe Bryant was the guy I idol, the guy I watched. Um, so for me, he really he really started He started everything. Um, about to that point from like 2010 to 2013, 2014-ish, I have a bunch of Kobe stories, but definitely one, I think for any Hooper can speak to this um, as far as what is even his shoes meant. Um, if you ask any basketball player, Many of them will say Kobe Bryant shoes were their favorites. I remember in sixth grade, I could never get a pair. I think it was a Kobe Sixes. When I got my first pair, of my eighth grade year, I got a pair of some. I think I don't know. I don't know the actual name, but they were yellow. They were yellow Kobe Nines. Um, excuse me. I'm using water. I usually never talk this much over a podcast episode, but. Um yeah i ended up wearing those shoes i was super happy i think it was my eighth grade year i played i loved playing in those shoes i played probably with them between ninth and tenth grade year and honestly if i could use them more I, i would have um but you know team regulations they wouldn't let me wear the shoes as much um i was thankful enough to actually watch kobe one time when he played against the warriors it was either in 2013 or 2014 and I just remember during that game, I think the the Lakers were actually down like 18. Like they were, it was it was it was about to be a blowout. I think the Warriors they were hitting on on everything, and you know it looked like it was about to be a dub, but then Kobe just took over the whole game. And if you know an NBA and arenas, like when somebody like is a star player and they start going off, you kind of just have gas in the crowd. Like oh my goodness, like he's actually doing this yeah that's how it was every time kobe hit a shot the crowd were just kind of just like oh my goodness here he goes again and you just couldn't stop it um i think as far as what i've spoke to as far as first is 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 a part of the basketball side of what kobe Bryant did but i think in 2015 for me personally that's when it changed um i've never told this story before um I, i don't think anybody's really asked me um but when Kobe Bryant put out his documentary called *Muse*, it resonated with me because there was a point in the documentary when he said, when he moved from Italy to Philadelphia, um, he had no friends. Um, he would sit lunch and not be with around anybody. I think he even said he would cry when he would go make, go home. Um, and it was it was kind of it was very sad and dark, and it was weird because. I felt like that a lot of times in high school. Even though I had friends, I always kind of felt like an outcast, or I didn't, I didn't belong. Um, and when I saw like my favorite player, my idol, Kobe Bryant, he had tough times in high school when he didn't have friends. It resonated with me, and it made me cry. And I don't, typically people, the people that know me, I don't watch many movies. I really watch documentaries that actually like stay in it. But that documentary actually really, it meant a lot to me and it resonated with me just as far as. He's an athlete and he went through that. Um, and I say that because many athletes that you hear about in high school, they were stars. They were popular. Um, they got all the girls, they they were just that guy. But Kobe, in a sense, he was a killer, but he also he came from a different area and background to where he didn't have friends. Um, I think that's why he he wrote so much. For, he was he was an avid reader. He just there, I guess he had to deal with um being in solitude, and he kind of picked up a lot of things, um, being by, being by himself. Um, yeah, I can't believe I'm doing this, this is right now, 10 minutes so far. I'm really not trying to pay attention to the time, um, you guys know me as far as I write out, uh, notes for every episode, I wrote out small notes, but not, like, my typical writing out questions and, you know, topics I have to hit, like, it was just, like, small notes, um. As far as what happened after the documentary, um, we all know Kobe Bryant's last game in 2016. Um, even that, that game for me personally, um, I remember it was, it was the year. Mind you, I'm from Northern California. Rays lived in Elk Grove, Modesto, Rubank, and the Warriors, a team about an hour and 30 minutes away from me, were about to break the Bulls 72-10 and record and go 73-9. and I remember they were playing the Grizzlies, and I really actually want to watch that game almost more than Kobe's. And most people trip out, like, "Why would you say that?" I kind of assume usually when athletes play their last games, they're not that great, and they're kind of blase, skip, and they're they take a bunch of bad shots and they miss, and like it's like, "Okay, play the game." So there was a portion I would I kept flipping back of between games, but then I think when Kobe started kind of going off, of course I just got. I was into the game. I didn't go to the Warriors game anymore. I was like 739 that's cool, but I have to watch Kobe Bryant's last game. Um and honestly, I think after that I I cried. I was sad. I couldn't believe my idol, my superhero was not playing basketball anymore. Um and everything he meant to the game. Definitely post-career, I think that's where Kobe made the biggest impression on me, even though I was a basketball player from fifth grade to my senior year of high school, I took a lot of things from Kobe Bryant that many people don't know and many people probably wouldn't get. Um, Before I got into podcasting, I definitely listened to a lot of podcasts and I was big on interviews. And Kobe's post-career interviews to me were the best. They were so Informative. Um, He articulated himself so well, and it was so cool seeing a black athlete, a a former a black athlete, speak so well and be so meticulous and detailed. Different things outside of the court. He was a writer, a producer. Um, He was a venture capitalist. He knew definitely more than three languages. I think he knew Italian, Spanish, and English all fluently. he just was. He was. He was very nerdy, and he wanted to learn. He was curious, and that's the main thing I took away from him: is to always be curious. Because curiosity, in my mind, was my thing that I picked up from him. That I think is now, honestly, my biggest gift. If I'm not curious, I am not at Morehouse College right now. I am not a podcaster right now. I would have not been able to work at one of my um, dream companies, as far as in the automotive industry, as far as Lexus. I don't. I don't get to meet a guy like rashawn williams or one of my um younger mentors He's about to graduate law school josh franklin i don't there's so many people i don't speak to or get to know if i'm not curious and kobe instilled that in me because i was an athlete at first to where for people that know most athletes they're they're caring about basketball and yes that's changed nowadays you got guys like lebron and kyrie and d wade who are philanthropists and even guys like kevin durant they're doing a lot more off the court but in my, but for me personally, Kobe started that. Kobe, he was big as far as what are you going to do off the court? What are you going to do in retirement? Um, there are even stories as far as Kobe Bryant when he, when he was in the league. Remember, he got into the league at 18 years old. He came straight out of high school. And he couldn't go to clubs and, and party and do stuff like that. So Kobe had to literally be in the gym. Or I know he he would read and write, and I guess players on on the on the team plan be like, what is he doing? But Kobe was always preparing for his career after basketball, and that was something that was very just interesting to me. Um, I would say definitely what I noticed as far as within interviews and podcast episodes, um, it's a skill that I have picked up to where. It honestly is probably like the best thing that I feel like I'm good at. And it kind of stems from everything. And it's the art of cold calling. Kobe would talk about when he was about to when he was going through his uh, Achilles injury, he had a lot of time to himself and he was doing a lot of more writing and producing, getting ready for that life after basketball. And he would talk about how he would call the CEO of Nike. He would call Oprah Winfrey. He would call different directors, um, producers. He would just cold call people and just pick their brains. And that is something I took my for myself as far as I do that within school, professional, um, creatively. That is something that he taught me that honestly I think it's probably helped my life in the most as far as being able to take in information. Um, but yeah, Kobe as far as curiosity to me was like his biggest thing. Um, of course it's worth that work ethic as well. I know a lot of people talk about the mama mentality and I was I was big on his work ethic. I guess for me personally, just what he did, um, his curiosity and just how he was about the game, and he was so detailed and orient he's so detail oriented, it just for me it it, me- it meant so much. Um Man. As far as if some I think some people have to understand um for me, personally, as far as like the way Kobe changed me as a person. Like, like I said earlier in the episode, you could have said anybody else in the world um, passing away that is not my family, if, or part of my family, and I would not be as sad as hearing Kobe Bryant pass away, because Kobe Bryant was my super, he was my superhero, he was my idol, he was somebody that I looked up to and cherished and from basketball to now be being a sophomore in college, I took so many things from him and I loved hearing him speak. And um, I actually have a story. Um, It's kind of, it's honestly really freaky in in my opinion. Um, About two weeks ago, I was flying from, I think I was flying from, I ended up flying from Oakland. I was flying to Atlanta, but I had to stop in Phoenix. And I did some um, heavy journaling between the flight from Phoenix to Atlanta. And I wrote down in my journal, I said, top two, 10 people I want to interview and it had no order. And immediately I knew if I could interview anybody in this world right right now or, or in, the, in the past before Kobe Bryant passed away, was Kobe Bryant, um, not not Obama, um, Not MJ, not Oprah, not Jay-Z, not any former presidents or big politicians or psychologists or educators. I always wanted to interview Kobe Bryant because I had so many questions for him. And he was my idol and somebody I just always wanted to be able to get the chance to speak to. Um, so the fact is, when he passed away, when I heard this yesterday, it was very shocking. And two is isn't a helicopter as far as the fact I, I journaled him. My last journal memory of him was me myself on a plane only two weeks ago, um, which to me is really freaky. And all the, all this is going on. This is it's it's just a lot. The way he passed away. We have so we've had a good amount of artists and maybe celebrities pass away lately because of either drug, um, and anything because of drugs or violence. But this was a freak accident as far as a helicopter. And Kobe always flew helicopters. That was his thing. He he said in an interview, I think, with um with Arod, the reason why he would take helicopters from Newport, um, to the stable center was just because of traffic. And he also wanted the time to be able to get back to the house so he could go and pick up his kids from school. You know, that is something that That was his thing and so kobe dying in helicopters is kind of freaky because like that was his thing that was what he was known for um so yeah i mean for me some of you guys may like this episode some of you guys may not um i was thinking should i bring on somebody for this but honestly, I don't know if you, if you ever have been very, if you're ever very passionate about something, if it means a lot to you, you kind of can't shut up and stop talking about it. And that's kind of been me when people ask about Kobe Bryant, like what he meant to myself. I will go on and on about what Kobe Bryant meant to me. And people will be like, whoa. It's like, yeah, Kobe was my idol. He was my guy. Kobe meant the world to me. Um. But yeah, I, there's... There's there's so much I could say as far as what he what he meant what he did um, those are kind of the main points that I kind of kind of left um, I haven't done like a fat journal sesh yet um, and honestly the reason why is um, I'm gonna let you guys have this last piece of content before the episode ends I um, but when he when he passed away um, yesterday I I had a good amount of work to, to do. And what I did was I kind of I I put it off, but I knew I had something to do. Um, I actually had an introduction speech for my public speaking class. Mind you, we didn't get much uh, background for this. I knew it had to be between two and three minutes. And while, on the, while I was walking to the library, I was like, I cannot do this speech without mentioning Kobe Bryant. I just couldn't. Kobe meant the world to me. He's one who shaped me. It, in my opinion, if I don't take those skills of always being curious and cold calling and being a critical thinker, I don't believe I'm at Morehouse College right now because I don't call people then as far as what I want to do. And I probably would be back home. I don't even know if I'm a podcaster, to be honest, because Kobe Bryant's interviews were so informative and and so great to where I wanted to kind of be in that space as far as what was going on. Um. But yes, thank you so much. Um, I decided with the introduction speech I gave today in my public speaking class, I would give that to you as the last thought in this episode as far as what Kobe Bryant meant to me. Um, I hope you guys like it. Um, thank you guys so much for everything. Um, this definitely is not a, any no promo, no not any type of promotional episode. I don't care about the numbers. I don't want the reposts. I don't. I'm not gonna give you my contact information. Like this is more of just me saying my thoughts about Kobe Bryant and something that I can kind of keep for myself. As far as even when I look back down in 20 years, I'm telling you know maybe my my kid my kids one day as far as what Kobe Bryant meant to me. I can play them this audio file um, of what Kendall Camp was thinking at 19 years old when his idol and superhero Kobe Bryant passed away. Um, Thank you for listening to this this episode of Privileged Black Kids and I will now leave you with this speech. Curiosity is my biggest gift. Curiosity is what allows me to stand in front of you all to give this speech. While I'm curious though, I have my down days where I'm not optimistic to learn and be curious. Today is one of those days. My idol and favorite basketball player ever, Kobe Bryant, passed away yesterday. You may be wondering, why would an introduction speech include a basketball player? Well, Kobe is someone that has shaped me. I took a trait from him that in my opinion has become my best trait. That trait is curiosity. Kendall Camp is curious. If I did not learn to be curious as Kobe, I would not be standing here today. Curiosity has allowed me to attend Morehouse College. Curiosity is the reason I became a podcaster. Curiosity is the reason I'm going to look from each and every one of you for knowledge and guidance this semester. Being curious is an innate feel and something that sometimes cannot be described. The way Kobe was curious about playing in the NBA and playing against the best was the same way I was curious about attending Morehouse College and being around the best young black men in the world. The same way Kobe was curious about becoming a writer and producer is the same way I was curious about becoming a podcaster. Many times in speeches we only like to discuss ourselves, but how can we do that without discussing the people that influenced us? I grew up in three small towns in California. Those towns were Elk Grove, Modesto, and Riverbank. During the time living in Elk Grove, that was when I first witnessed Kobe Bryant. Kobe was playing for his fifth NBA championship at the time and seeing his worth, ethic, and passion for the game was the reason I started watching and playing basketball. Through watching him and the way he worked out, I learned the importance of curiosity and having attention to detail to striving to be the best at your craft. Kendall Camp is a student at Morehouse College from Northern California who is innately curious and wants to be the best in whatever he endures. I would not be the same person today if I did not witness Kobe Bryant. Thank you for listening to my introduction speech, and rest in peace to my idol, Kobe Bryant.